Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A note to our listeners. This episode talks about sexual abuse. This could be hard to grasp and even difficult to believe, but practically one of every five Filipino children aged 13 to 17 have experienced sexual violence. The National Baseline Study on Violence Against Children, which was conducted by the Council for the Welfare of Children and UNICEF, says 17% of Filipino boys and girls have experienced unwanted touching. They've gotten sexual videos or photos of themselves taken without their consent. Or they've been raped or experienced attempted rape. There's one key problem. The law. We are shocked that Filipino children are so vulnerable. But the legal age of consent for sex in the Philippines is shockingly low. It is, in fact, one of the lowest in the world. I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. In this episode of Teka Teka, we'll talk about why we need to raise the age of consent. Right now, that stands at 12 years old. Republic Act Number no. 8353, or the Anti-Rape Law in the Philippines, is by now 24 years old. Hinahilight niya pa, or mas lalo niyang pinalalim, yung mga that was attorney Mia Andal Castro. She's the managing director of Consuelo Foundation, which is a private organization advocating for child protection. So it's, of course, a crime for any person to have sexual intercourse with another person if it's against that person's will, if there was force, there's intimidation. There's an abuse of authority. And um, under our anti-rape law, um, rape can happen hindi lang sa isang babae, pwede rin ang lalaki. Binago na yun kasi nga we know that boys can be um, raped. And in fact, the baseline study showed that it's more prevalent. Ang dami palang Filipino boys na nagkaroon na experience ng sexual violence when they're children. So it's clear. Rape occurs when there's sex without consent. And it can happen not just to women, but men too. Ngayon, bakit ito nagiging relevant? Because under anti-rape law, it establishes that there are situations, kagaya nga, if there's force, if there's intimidation, if there's threat, if the person is unconscious, and if there is sexual intercourse, then rape happens. And one of the incidents na pwede magkaroon ng rape is kung yung biktima ay below 12 years old at siya ay, uh, there was sexual intercourse no, with the person. Because ang ibig sabihin nun, hindi siya pwedeng mag-consent. Kahit na sinabi nung bata na pumapayag ako kapalit nitong candy o ng Jollibee or pumapayag ako kasi in love ako sa'yo. This is called statutory rape. Automatic. If one of them is younger than 12 years old, 
and their sex-involved rape na yun. All the prosecutors need to prove would be yung kanyang edad at saka yung act ng uh, sexual intercourse. Hindi na kailangan patunayan yung pinilit siya or linoko siya, sinaktan siya. But child rights advocates have been saying for at least a decade, may mali yata sa batas. Kahit tayo rin naman mapapaisip, di ba? Talaga bang pag 12 years old na ang tao, kaya na niyang magbigay ng consent sa sexual act? Here's Child Protection Specialist Sheena Base of Educo Philippines. Educo is an international NGO that works on child protection, education, and early childhood care and development. So though meron na tayong anti-rape law at nagsasaad yung mga ibang stipulations doon sa anti-rape law na kahit daw yung offended party ay 12 pero pag inasawa ng perpetrator, nullified yung, yung kaso. So maraming butas pa rin yung batas na yun. That is why two years ago, inumpisahan yung pag-push na pagbabago din sa batas na yun. She's referring to House Bill number 7836. The House of Representatives approved it on third and final reading in December. The legislation raises the age of statutory rape to 16 and amends the anti-rape law. Marami kasing nakakalusot na nagagamit ng mga perpetrator yung age of consent. The Senate is also consolidating its own versions of the bill. If Congress passes this legislation, it would effectively bring to this millennium laws that were from the 1930s in the case of the Revised Penal Code and from the 1990s in the case of the anti-rape law. Pero gaano katagal na ba ang konsepto ng age of consent? Here's Attorney Mia. Matagal na itong konsepto no, ng age of consent nagsimula uh, panahon pa ng mga Greek-Roman periods. Yung Roman tradition nung panahong yon was setting the age of consent, sexual consent, at 12 years or 14 years depende dun sa parang situation or puberty age about or whatever and uh, meron ding mga scholars who also found the earliest evidence na ano ba yung mga recorded no age of consent noong noong panahon there was also a minimum that they saw was seven years old so of course this was like in the olden olden times tayo bilang isang naging country na naoccupy ng Spain di ba ng America um yung ating mga Uh, laws on crimes, mga ganyan. Doon din siya binis, no? Yung ating mga naging model for these things. During the time naman kasi, di ba, we had mga panahon na ating mga ninuno na, you know, they really married much earlier. Our laws are a reflection of society in the current, you know, situations, um, problems, issues that need to be addressed. And maybe at the time that was sufficient. But um, right now, we, we feel that hindi na siya akma. Today, we have one of the lowest ages of consent in the world. In fact, we have the lowest age of consent in Asia. But what exactly will raising the age of consent do on the ground? How will it affect Filipino children? There has been this very, very common phenomenon of grooming. Kung saan mga pedophilia, kukunin nila yung loob ng isang bata na galing sa low-income na pamilya, um, magpapakitang hila sila kanyari sa pamilya, na kanyari, tirtulungan nila. Um, very common talaga to as in uh, first hand, no? kami sa Consuelo, marami kaming proyekto, uh, especially nung sa um, Yolanda, no? napunta kami sa mga pinaka-pinaka-dulo-dulo na iblib na parte ng ating bansa. And nakikita namin yon na may mga 
foreigner na nagpupunta doon tapos bibigyan nila ng regalo, cellphone, si nanay, si tatay. Tapos akala naman siyempre sila, di ba? Hindi sila ganun ka napaka-trusting paminsan, di ba? Uh, isip na, ay, ang bait. And then kukulin yung loob ng bata. And then later kapag 12 na, yun na, they will sexually abuse them. And they know kasi later na nakoconfuse eh, yung mga children. Most of the time, no, it's uh, a lot of these instances, uh, the perpetrators have a trust. Uh, relationship, may pinagsamahan or something, kaya na- napapakahulog yung loob ng bata. Perpetrators often use lambing or sweet talk to coerce them. Nangungulit sila. They use blackmail, saying, kung mahal mo ako, ibibigay mo ang sarili mo sa akin. Nambobola sila o namimigay ng regalo at tulong. It's important to note that these are the most frequent methods used. Not drugging or giving alcohol, not sudden attacks, and not physically hurting the victim. We'll find out why later. As a long-time social worker, Sheena has seen similar things happen. When I was working before with Bantay Bato 163, so meron kami nung inassist na isang kaso ng batang 16-year-old. Isa siyang katulong na buntis ng kanyang uh, amo. So humingi ng tulong yung nanay dahil uh, gusto niyang kunin na yung anak. Tumatak siya sa akin dahil nung, nung nire-rescue yung batang yun, umaayaw yung bata. Dahil sinasabi niya, boyfriend niya si Sir. Doon mo nakita yung napakalaking epekto ng tinatawag nating grooming dahil well-provided ng, ng Sir niya. Yung elemento ng pagbibigay niya ng consent. Kinurap yung kanyang pag-iisip, kinurap yung kanyang um, pagkabata. These realities are why increasing the age of sexual consent is so important. So what will change given the lower house's bill, which has been passed already, and the Senate's various versions? Number one, tataas ang age of consent from 12 to 16. This alone, says Attorney Mia, will have a huge effect when it comes to child protection. Pero bakit 16? Ididugtong mo siya doon sa ibang international laws natin. Doon sa SEDAW, sa, sa Child Labor, and then sa ibang mga mga batas na nagkikilala na ang bata may kakayanan na mag, mag-desisyon sa kanya sarili when it comes to 15. Binangga ito doon sa Juvenile Justice Welfare Act natin na 15 years of age, pagdating din sa age of discernment. And the second change we can expect from these bills? The concept of grooming is included. Mia. Where predators of sexual violence, very typically naman, will not just pounce overnight. Most of the time, sexual violence, rape, are perpetrated by people na kakilala nga or merong relasyon. Pwede kasi ng isang tao, ang isang bata ay pumayag, magkaroon ng consent. Dahil may mga ginawa yung isang perpetrator, isang adult na pag sa kanya, yung pagbibigay ng mga bagay na 
in favor for the child, pagbibigay ng regular na load, pagbibigay ng mga gift, para pumayag yung bata sa isang bagay na, na sexual. The third change that we can expect from the proposed law Our target would be adults who prey on infant children. So, merong close-in-age exemption where if the parties involved are both minors and they're close-in-age, tapos consensual yun nangyari sa kanila. Even if they are below 16, it doesn't become statutory rape. The fourth change advocates want is the repeal of the forgiveness clause. Here's Sheena. So, dati kasi kapag inasawa ka, isa kang rape victim at inasawa ka ng perpetrator mo na nanolified yung kaso. So dito, hindi pwede yung magiging rason para ma-abolish or ma-extinguish yung kaso mo. Papakasalan mo yung isang uh, biktima. The Philippine Commission on Women says, quote, A rapist's offer to marry the rape survivor should never be a reason to let them off lightly. It allows offenders to pressure rape survivors to reach a compromise. End quote. The forgiveness clause also, quote, exposes the victim to further danger, as it does not consider the possibility that sexual violence may recur when the rape survivor is married off to her rapist. End quote. The Philippine Commission on Women adds, women who have been raped by their husbands before or during the marriage are likely to be raped again. This traps them in a vicious cycle of physical sexual, and or psychological abuse. In short, says Sheena, Dapat kailangan hindi pumayag na asawahin na lang. Sexual violence, especially against children, has a dire and long-lasting impact on victims. Some of them do self-harm or even commit suicide, especially if they're unable to get the intervention they need. Unfortunately, laganap ang sexual violence all over the Philippines. You only need to go to your local police women and children's desk to see. Which is why child rights advocates are asking our lawmakers, let's strengthen the protection we afford our children. They add, it is long overdue. Ako po si Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. You've been listening to Teka Teka. This episode was produced by me and edited by Carl Sayat. Subscribe to Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcasting app. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 